What's going down? What's popping? Yo, you know what it is. It's Renegade Culture. We here again. We live and direct in the world famous playback sound studio with with a couple of guys that, that do what they do. You know what I mean? We got my man Loose over there. You Loose. know what I mean? AK the doctor. You know what I mean? We ain't gonna tell you why the doctor mind your business. Oh, damn. Knockers man. in the house. We got my man Cardair on the camera. I know y'all never see this shit, but he recorded it. Why did be doing a damn good job? That's he my doing man. A damn good job. That's my man. I don't think no tape in it. As long as you keep good. the phone off. Yes, yes. Just keep the phone off, man. And the, and the, and the, and the dark skin. There we go. The warrior, the crew. The warrior, the crew. On time. Always on time. The man that everybody knows. The man that everybody knows and loves. Kalanji Jama Chang, I'm here today, oh, folks. Oh, excuse me, bud. Oh, yeah. Don't step on my intro. I'm a bad. That's Yo, true. this is Kamal K. Franklin coming live here. Kamal K. Franklin. Renegade. Yeah, I'm going to throw the K in today. K in. Renegade Culture, yes. right? The podcast that gives you all the political, social, organizing, and fun news that you need to get through your day. Yes. I'm here with my man, Kalanji. I'm in the house. Yes. Kalanji, who is now known as Kalanji White Sox on the Beach. Kalanji. Wow. Because my man is like, wow. yo, you got to look at this, yo. Loose. <laughs> Let me tell you, son. The socks is Let beige. me tell you, son. <laughs> my man is on the beach oh, at, a, at his man's wedding. Wow. His kids look beautiful. Bombing on me. He's sitting there, standing there, holding their hand with Out some white socks gate. on. Out the gate. White socks on. Okay, listen. Tube socks, B. Okay. Tube socks. All right, all right. I heard, no, the news I heard was that he said he said the sand was too hot for his feet. <laughs> First of all. First of all, yo, Kamal's colorblind. <laughs> yo, He's a man that thinks he's light skin. Yo, he's dark skin. But anyway, check, check. This is what happened. Come on. Shout out to my man Pa King oh, and my on. sister Kaya. They got married this past weekend, Sunset Beach, North Carolina. Here's the real story. We was in the wedding. It was on the beach. It was hot in the motherfucker. It was cool. How long? So is my son, take? hold on, what? man. My, my son, my son. I am African. My, huh? I was barefoot. I was barefoot. You know what I mean? The pictures. So I ran off the, the joint. The I pictures left, show I left otherwise. The joint. <laughs> I left the beach to go to the car. So it's going to the car. I threw my socks on, right? So coming back. Oh. Come on now. Snapshot. You gonna leave that? You gonna leave that? All right, yo. Let's just wrap up this intro, White Sox. Come on now. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. On the beach. There's pictures. Shout out to Ebony Joy for running me under the gun with the socks. Ebony. Yo, but anyway. This man tried to diss me. He wants to start off with the socks. Yo, we're we, going to get into some real topics. So now, What's the now topic? No, 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 no. Let's now get back to, to our topics. Anyway. We, we got to wrap up our intro. We got to do our segment, Say, son. Intro just starting. Anyway, um, yeah, so I did have socks on the beach. You know what I mean? So <laughs> fuck all that. <laughs> anyway, you listen to, you're listening to the one and only Renegade Culture. Man, hit me with the low blow. I will be getting the back for us over. Um, we got a whole lot of hot shit to talk about. Shout out to all our listeners. <clears throat> out there in listener land, um, we we tripled our first podcast. That's right. You know wow. what I'm saying? So we need a drum roll or something from a man over there. Boom, boom, boom. There ah. we go. There we go. You heard that? Yeah. yeah the numbers like are that. going up. People starting numbers to listen. And we're getting the word out. Haters hating more. That's right. We didn't do no advertising. We, we didn't do shit. none of that. People nah, just catching on. They're they hearing like, the fire yo, and they want to be a part of it. Yo. No doubt. They said we like this guy's socks and nope. why the fuck we gonna uh, listen to the show? Uh, damn. Anyway. <clears throat> I did get um I got we got some uh, some feedback on the show. All right. Some feedback was like the shit's genius. You know what I mean? Shout out to those folks who understood that. Smart people. Some folks talked about how it was a it was a good combination. They probably was tone deaf. They ain't know what the fuck we talk about. <laughs> shout out to them as well. You know what I mean? How you gonna and bag on our listeners? It's my listeners. They oh my they, God, they, they, they beautiful. You know what I'm saying? We respect our listeners. But there was one particular listener that said and it was a uh a nice lily white white woman uh -huh. who um, sent me a message via Twitter. She said that uh, 
it sounds like a, a, a it can be a good show, but it sounds like we're kind of race heavy and we kind of uh, curse a lot. So what I told her in the response, I said, you know, thank you, Miss Lily White, white woman, for <laughs> responding and listening to our show, and we hope you continue to listen. But uh, shut up, your white, and I'll cuss as much as the fuck I want to. Ah, damn, this no. is what we do around here at Renegade, Renegade Culture. Culture. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go to a quick break. You know what I mean? Listen to Renegade Culture. And, um, you know, definitely, you know, tune in. Uh, we are now on iTunes and SoundCloud. Yeah. And um, soon YouTube and a few other outlets. And uh, just let your folks know that we're here. Renegade Culture.
rolling, man. I'm rolling. I want to ask Kalanji a question real quick. Uh-oh. Are we, are we rolling? Yo, yes. Kalanji, so we had a special guest. Yes. Uh, last week. Uh-huh. Um, from from what what was the squad that My, you didn't want the uh, Democratic Socialists <coughs> of America DSA in the house. Um. So, but hold up. <laughs> it doubled. It doubled the hits. It actually tripled. It tripled the hits. Shout out! Shout out to 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 uh, last, last week. R L. Shout out to uh, D L Ugly for coming through last week. You know what I mean? Shouting out the uh, the S D A. And that um, was a true hot communist. He bought his whole communist. book. He Indeed. bought his book. Had the red book with him. And his fifteen thousand Twitter followers. Yes, he those all two. 15, 16,000. Yes. 16? Yes. Shout out. Hey, we appreciate that. And next time, I mean, well, I mean, it's the least we could do. He did all the damn advertising. It's exactly. For me. Promoted the whole shit for free. I feel like I did a, a DSA promo last week. <laughs> and, and, and truth be told, you know what the fuck the DSA is. How about that? Oh, anyway, yes. So. Uh, Thank you for the promo. He got free promo, free plug. Yeah. We're back. This renegade culture. Uh, my man Luce over there bugging out because he's listening to this wild guy sitting next to me talking about I had socks on the oh, beach. Oh, come on. Give, get you know get I mean? off the socks. I'm, I'm if you hurt. had socks, I'm, you had socks. I'm hurt, brother. Let's get to a topic area, man. Yes. I mean, it is a topic. This is segment one. It's horrible. Starbucks. Horrible. Hit it. Give me the intro. Starbucks. Give me the intro. Starbucks. Fuck Starbucks. How about oh, that? Oh, damn. No, that's not much of an that intro. That's fair? What's the, come on. What's the issue? I mean, well, everybody knows the issue. Everybody knows that um, there's two brothers. I don't have their names with me. They were sitting inside of a Starbucks, and they were waiting for their, 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 their good white friend. Come on. The in. third one was a white dude? The third one was a white okay. dude. Okay. And um, you know, while they're there, the, the nice white uh lady that worked there felt the need to call uh twelve. Po -po. Mm -hmm. Yeah, call Po Po twelve because they felt that, you know, they weren't buying no lattes. I mean they've been in there for two whole minutes. Like what the fuck y'all sitting here for? Trying to steal my some, table space. Yeah, trying to steal some Wi Fi or something. You know what I mean? What I feel threatened. I feel yeah, threatened. You waiting for your friend. Mm -hmm. what, what's going on? A stick up, yeah. you, you order your coffee when you come to fuck here. You know, you know what I mean. So that's and how now it was. Starbucks reaction. Starbucks reaction. Post the arrest. Yes, they're gonna shut down all their stores across the country. Yes, and do a, a whole day training. They nope. claim it's gonna be pause. more than that. Pause. What? Pause. What? It's not a whole day training. Not a whole day training. They'll What's be the shutting training? down for the afternoon. Oh, it's the afternoon. What day it is? Just an afternoon after they done sold all the motherfucking coffee they can sell. They gonna shut down, and if they close at six, the motherfuckers shut down at five fifty eight, and they are gonna have a sensitivity training because they want to make sure that all of their employees know that whenever these good Negroes come into their establishment, they want to make sure that they don't go to jail because of the fact that somebody like that white nice white lady mm -hmm. that recorded mm -hmm. will be recording this segment, mm -hmm. and that's what the hell happened. So it's funny because all the top cops in um. In Philly, they was talking about that, uh, you know, the cops, it was a justifiable arrest, so on and so forth, you know, and, um, you know, they don't understand what the hoopla and the problem was. Um, you even had Kevin Hart, his little short ass, he hopped on the motherfucking joint, talking what about, Kevin you know, say? His, his little punk ass, they probably cut him a check, talking about, you know, uh, you know, he, you know, it wasn't really the Starbucks fault, the, 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 the manager made a bad decision. Oh. Rule number 4080. Don't side with the cops. Don't <laughs> side with the cops. You cannot side with the state 
under no circumstance. That means Kevin must have a little contract. He, he got a little promotion he, he deal or have, something for Starbucks or something. Oh, man, what they call it, black Twitter? They ate his ass up so much, man, that uh, dude came back the next day. His whole spill was like, oh, I, I don't even like coffee anymore. I was just fucking, coffee beans make my ass hurt. Just all kinds of crazy shit. He started tweeting. <laughs> Yo. You get your little ass out of here, I got your check. <laughs> fuck wrong with you, man. The problem with Starbucks, they got the ADL. ADL doing, doing the training. training. Yes. Um, the most I, sensitive motherfuckers you can think of. The ADL. You better not say joke. No. You say Jew, you anti-Semitic. And, and who has a history of being anti-black the most and anti-Palestinian. Yes. Um, Anti-Semite. Anti- yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? The whole what they going to teach you? They going to teach you how to, how to stunt. That's yeah. the fuck they're going to teach yep. you. They're going to teach you how to get your ass whooped and suffer peacefully. Yeah, you know and what that's I mean? what the training is about, right? The training is is it's political cover. Absolutely. It's good press. Yes. Um, I, I mean, obviously, Starbucks already has this policy of, like, when you come in their store... Um, they watch you, they clock you, they don't let you use the bathroom. They hire um, prison labor. Yeah, they hire prison labor. So, yeah. so Starbucks, I mean, they, they, they got this fake racial consciousness, I feel. Right. Um, and they got busted off of it. Right. And now they're trying to act as if um, they care about all this stuff. Like they concerned. care about the community. Because like you said, somebody taped it. And these days, if you tape it and it goes viral, and you got to backtrack. It's important. And they backtracking on us. I, I want to I correct things because I said they hire prison labor. They don't hire prison labor. They use the laborers inside of the prison system. They're not going to hire your ass if you got a record. You know what I'm saying? They, they'll help you get a record. They'll get you locked the fuck up like they did these two brothers the other day. And I'm, I'm, I'm totally confused as to, uh, you know, I, I saw a lot of folks out there protesting. You know what I mean? I see a lot of black folks around the country. I'm going to keep on drinking my coffee because coffee, you know, it's the first part, the best part of waking up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a fucking sink. I was going to say, I, I, knew, I heard yeah, that before. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, you didn't make that up. I yeah. knew that before. Yeah. So okay, that's my how, bad. That's how they's rolling. But our people, you know, I, I saw like uh, one of uh, one of my Facebook friends, uh, she had posted something about saying that, um, are you all going to have jobs lined up when these people that work at Starbucks lose their job? You know what I'm saying? I said, no. I said, well, um, the brothers and sisters who were enslaved, when the slave labor was up, they didn't have any any Immediate guy. income. No, yeah, they didn't have yeah. no promising work yeah. either. That's not a reason to say we got we can't protest or shut no. it down. No. And Starbucks is a gentrifier. Starbucks is Absolutely. a leading gentrifier. When they come into your neighborhood, it's a wrap. you know right away there's like, uh-oh, Starbucks is here. That means latte drinking, white yes, folks, the yes. backpack crew is coming. Yes. All these folks are coming to the community. So Starbucks has never been a friend to the black community. Oh, and this incident that? is just something that they got busted on. Yeah. Starbucks is known to like how they decide to put their their coffee shops is is based on like income levels, density levels in terms of the population. Um, and they only become sort of a, uh, in, in, in neighborhoods that are neighborhoods of color when they see those neighborhoods changing over. And folks absolutely. recognize that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I even but, heard that people now are starting to, I heard there was an upswing and folks going to black-owned coffee shops. I don't know how long that's going to last. And that's but, a beautiful thing. Yeah. There's a few black-owned coffee shops right here in Atlanta. Um, what's the one right over here on uh, in the West End? Um, right over by Krispy Kreme on the other side. I, I know the numbers. I don't want to say the damn wrong number, but we'll be shouting them out. Once we remember their name. Yeah, later but we know they're black-owned. But yeah. there's a black-owned coffee shop right in the West End of Atlanta, right across mm-hmm. from the West End Mall. And I do know the name. Uh, Brother Jay owns it, and I just don't have, I just can't think of it right at this point, but I will 
come back yeah. and have that name for you. But the thing is, you know, this is one more reason, you know, that, uh, you know, we have to begin to support our own. And I know it sounds like a broken record because people are like, buy black, buy black, because you got black folks that's always yelling, buy black, but when it comes to them supporting, you supporting them or whatever, them supporting you, they want a hookup. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So you can't yell, buy black when you want me to buy from you, but can I get a hookup when you come to buy from me? Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we got to treat each other a little bit better. Um, I think that, you know, more importantly than boycotting, because so so many people, you know, are against boycotting, against marching, all that shit. And, and many of us, you know, we, we sick and tired of being sick and tired, like Fatty mm-hmm. Raymond said. However, boycotting is a strategy of war. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You take your money, you 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 divest, you know what I mean, your, your resources and your money from these, these, these corporate uh, entities whose job is to suck the the life out of you or to throw you in these gulags, you know what I'm saying? You have to really just take your money away from them. I, I wouldn't even imagine. I mean, think about if, here it is, these are, um, if, if it was during slave time and you had these folks who, let's say the, the, the Africans who were enslaved, had some money or whatever, and they had a choice whether to buy from the, the captives that are there with them or to buy from the master. How insane would it be to buy mm-hmm. from the master and help them to get more whips to whip your motherfucking ass, yeah. to help you to get more tar and feathers to tar and feather you, more shit to lynch you, so on and so forth. It, it's it's kind of yeah. insane that you would even, that a motherfucker have to tell you yeah. not to go yeah. support the folks who are against you. That's why it's, I, you know, I think one of the trainers also is the NAACP Education Fund. And so it's constant where folks easily fall into, excuse me, folks easily fall into that role of, okay, this is a large corporation. You know they're going to cut a check for me to do this. I can go uh, sort of publicize, hey, we did these racial bias trainings and so forth. Right, right, right. Um, It helps their careers. Yeah, and it helps their careers. It keeps Starbucks going. All of a sudden, it's almost like allowing. It's Jesse and Pepsi back then. Yeah, it's it's definitely like uh, Jesse and Pepsi. It's allowing. Starbucks to immediately get off the hook. Yeah. Immediate, like within two or three days, Starbucks had a whole publicity, a whole, like a whole plan. Pu- publicist yeah. plan yeah. out there, and these folks just ate it up. They were like, yes, of course, we're going to come do this training. Like, you didn't put them on the hook for like three days, four days, five days. Right. Um, nothing to make them say like, hey, we're going to do a day uh, going without Starbucks coffee. Right. We're going to do a day and not buy no Starbucks products or anything like that. And let's see how they like it if none of us come into their stores. Right. No challenge whatsoever on that level. No. Instead, our so-called main civil rights organizations to say, they say, you know what? Oh, no, we'll just do a training, help your employees with bias, right. and then everything is going to be okay. I, and I, you know everything's going to be okay until the next incident happens. Of course. Yeah. I, I should go on record as saying that um, in in times of the, times like these, if someone is arrested or brutalized inside of one of these uh, corporate uh, stops, shall I say, and black folks jump up and down trying to defend that shit, they should be labeled as traitors. You understand what I'm saying? Because you're an absolute traitor for you to try to convince our people that it's going to be all right now. If these motherfuckers don't have sensitivity training after four or five hundred years of us being here, then no fucking half a day is going to solve any problems. So we know that's bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we got to start calling some of these folks out. NAACP, I would say that they should be ashamed of themselves, but they have a history yeah. of showing no shame. It's too late. Yeah, it's you too know, late motherfuckers for shame. Have, yeah. They are shameless. 
I mean, these motherfuckers still colored. So <laughs> you walk around talking about you colored in 2018, you have no, absolutely mm-hmm. no fucking shame. You know what I mean? So yeah. anyway, I'm not trying to diss no other organizations. Yes, I am online. Yeah, you already but did anyway, that. Yeah, I don't give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, you know. But you know what I'm saying? But yeah, we, we don't want to hear that shit. Fuck Starbucks. You know what I mean? Fuck Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, um, no, 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 no. Krispy Kreme. Dunkin' Donuts is my alternative to Starbucks. Oh, that's your alternative that's to Starbucks? The people, that's the working class plot. Okay, but I tell you, you this don't give right a little here. break. If Dunkin, Donuts, if Dunkin' Donuts don't cut a check for renegade coaching, fuck Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Does it sound like I'm selling out saying cut a check? A little bit. That was a little bit. Nah, okay. we work in the community. Well, okay, chill. We're going to use that money. We got history of putting that motherfucker we gonna put it in the back. community. First motherfucker say I sold out. So right now we're going to go to <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts as opposed to Starbucks. No, we're going to no. go to the black-owned coffee shop. Black-owned coffee shop. Fuck <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts still because they still ain't get no check. We just <laughs> At least the black-owned coffee shops we could go in there. Yeah. Motherfuckers ain't call the police on us. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's like, true. Might pull out on your motherfucking ass. <laughs> like, dude, man, you've been sitting here too long, man. No, we ain't got no Wi-Fi. That's code. the crazy thing, man. You know, in Star- uh, that's what you do in Starbucks. You sit and it's wait. It's a coffee shop. Yeah, it's a coffee shop. You sit and wait. And then when you wait. get the time... You come back, you work, you work on your computer, you do your work, and then when you're thirsty, you go grab something. You're, yeah. you're hungry, you go grab something. That's that's the very art of their business. That's amazing. You know what I mean? It's, it's, they got free Wi-Fi. That's what you in there for. So for them to act a fool, knowing, as like, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? Man. This is supposed to be your business model. Right, you know? right, right, right. Hey, man, you listen to Renegade Culture. You know what I mean? Number one podcast on the block. And I want y'all to know that the name of this show today is White Folks Still Ellen. You know what I mean? These white <laughs> folks are still fucking illin' after 500 years. I don't know when they gonna get it right. They gotta get some get right juice. So white folks is illin', you know what I mean? And, and that's the topics that we're dealing with today. So we talked about Starbucks, you know what I mean? Kamal trying to get y'all to go to Dunkin' Donuts because somebody gave them a, um, one of them damn- I just say uh, they know how to make it right. They gave me a little <laughs> small coffee, right. they throw nah. a little cream and sugar in there, and Man, I'm good to go. Go ahead. In fact, the problem with Starbucks, you gotta you go in there, they give you a little coffee, you gotta go mix up like 15, cup. yeah, it's like $30. <laughs> They don't even call it a, a, a small. It's like grande. Yeah, they already charge you rent to even come up in like, the What the hell is that? So, <laughs> you got to pay rent when you get yeah. a coffee and shit. But now, to all the folks who are organizing around it like and doing the right thing and saying, again, I'm too old to be out there in the street protesting as much as I used to be. Uh, uh, back in the day, I'd be the first one out there with a sign. Now I'm going to be like the 10th one. You got to call me when it's something wow, like, you know, wow. that kind of thing. So in other words, he found his wife in the movement and he's gone. Oh, but see, he's still trying to get me for the White Sox. <laughs> he's gone. He can't he's let that go. He can't let the White but Sox he, But go. he's still talking on the air with his folks. You know what I'm mean? saying? So, he can't let the White Sox thing go. I can't do that. But Starbucks, you know, like, but I'm saying like, you know, let folks need to go out there and forget about all this training and all that stuff. Right. Let folks know. The young folks who's too out there in the streets, let folks know. They just, this, you know, we're not going to go back there. We're not going right, back right. there. No, we don't appreciate the treatment. Uh, it's not so much that it's a surprise or unexpected. You know, we all get, um, we do what's easy a lot of times. And right, so right, if Starbucks right. is close by, we go to Starbucks. But just because it's easy don't mean it's right, don't mean it's good for us in the community. And obviously, I don't think this is an isolated incident. This right. is something that's probably taking place. Oh, in fact, I've seen it myself. I've seen them deny keys to, to folks who come in and want to use the bathroom or tell people that they got to go. We just got lucky because somebody videotaped it and they put it up and it went viral. And now these two brothers, luckily, will be able to sue. They're going, um, they got themselves some lawyers. They're talking about how they fear for their life because the police were there and the police were threatening. Um, so we think some action is going to be taken on Starbucks. And, and again, God bless those folks who are out there. This is coming from an atheist. 
Yeah, God bless the folks coming from atheists. Anyway, you listen to Renegade Culture, and um, this is the spot where you can learn about politics. You can hear us say live and direct, uh, fuck Starbucks, fuck the police, and fuck anybody who get with them. Uh, we'll be right back after this message. How may I help you? Hi, I have two gentlemen on my cafe that are refusing to make a purchase or leave. Um, I'm at the Starbucks at 18th and Spruce. Please help me out as soon as possible. Thank you. Bye. There is a disturbance at the Starbucks group of males inside because of the disturbance. We got 9 by 3, 9 by 23, and 2 4 location. They're requesting another unit along with a supervisor. Me and 23 and 24 in the headquarters. And uh, 9 13, we're going to be transporting. I went for, I got two males. Uh, last three are going to be 107. Hi, I'm Kevin Johnson, CEO of Starbucks. I want to follow up on the letter I published yesterday to all Starbucks customers and my Starbucks partners regarding the incident that occurred in the Philadelphia area store last Thursday. I want to begin by offering a personal apology to the two gentlemen who were arrested in our store. What happened in the way that incident escalated and the outcome was nothing but reprehensible. And I'm sorry. I want to apologize to the community in Philadelphia and to all my Starbucks partners. This is not who we are and it's not who we're going to be. We are going to learn from this and we will be better for it. Now, certainly as I've been reviewing the situation, understanding that with 28,000 stores around the world, that in certain circumstances, local practices are implemented. In this particular case, the local practice of asking someone who is not a customer to leave the store and unfortunately then followed by a call to the police. Bow! You know what it is, it's us again. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to Renegade Culture, your favorite podcast on the whole goddamn planet. You know what I mean? I'm live and direct. My name is Kalanji Jamachenga. Yo, this is Kamal Franklin here, sitting here with my man Kalanji. No doubt, and when we not on the Renegade Culture podcast, you catch us out in the community doing work, you know what I mean? Um, you got a lot of folks out here that, that, that uh, uh, what they call, what we call, new term I came up with, shackle shakers. Shackle shakers. Yes. All right. Shackle Explain shaker. that one. A shackle shaker. Shackle shaker is one of these motherfuckers that, um, you know, that get paid to talk that talk. You know what I mean? And talk about all this mysterious shit they gonna be building mm-hmm. and shit they talking about that oh. we need to do. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and we just need to do this and we just need to do that. And folks go pay their money to go to their jet, go mm-hmm. to that shit. And they shake their shackles a little bit, make them feel <laughs> like they gonna go somewhere. But they ain't gonna go nowhere. They still in the fucking ship. They still in the, on the, on the, on the, still chained to the damn chair. So I call them motherfuckers shackle shakers. And then with the shackle shakers, mm-hmm. the shackle shakers is what keeps them alive are what I call moopies. Moopies. Yes, Moopies. A Moopie is a movement groupie. 
All you right. Understand what I'm okay. So you got okay. Moopies and shackle shakers. You understand what I'm All saying? Right. I like so that. So these shackle shakers, they exist because of the moopies. Okay. Because the okay. moopies gonna keep on. They making it rain. Give them a little something, something. No yeah. doubt. They make it rain. The shackle shakers, yeah. they, they, they yeah. shake your they chains them, and keep it moving. Give them a little good talk. Yes. yes. Promise them the world. That's all it is. We're going to open this up. We're going to do this. Yo. Next week, we're going to come back here with 50,000 soldiers That's to do what ABC. It is. That's what it is. All we need is a little donation from you. It's like my man, Chairman Fred yeah. Jr. said, man, he talked about how, um, you know, how it's like phone sex. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, phone sex is, you know, it's good. You know what I mean? To get gassed up on the phone sex, but you ain't fucking nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that's how this thing is. It's like phone sex. You you paying them that money, you getting that them orgasm, that mental stimulation, mm -hmm. and nothing is happening, no results at the end of the day. Anyway, you listen to Renegade Culture where we say fuck the shackle shakers. That's right. You know what I mean? You gotta be out on the streets. You, you gotta, gotta be, be in the, the movement. You no gotta be doubt. doing that work. You gotta do. You Seattle can't movement. call yourself movement people. You can't say that, that you are organizing that's for right. the community. That's right. You can't claim to be bringing it home trying to tell folks what we got to do, how we yes. going to do it, how we going to correct this. You can't go around doing that policy work without relating to the block. Speak you on can't it. do none of that. Charge them up. You know what I'm saying? You can't be doing that and none claiming you're part shit. of the movement because you're not part of the movement when you're doing stuff like that. Now, you might be a part of the conscious community, and we got to pretty gotta, much uh, break down the difference between the conscious community and the movement because a lot of folks be saying, see, these motherfuckers in the conscious community and the movement, they get them, they interchange them. Uh -huh. Let me explain to you what the conscious community and the movement is like, right? See, the conscious community, you can read some shit, you can write some shit, and you can talk some shit, mm -hmm. but there's no accountability. You don't have to be a part of an organization. Yep. You don't have to do no work. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. this is what the fuck I do, this is how I think, this is how yeah. I feel. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, football, right? Yeah. When you go to, a, to an arena, you got the players and you got the announcers, right? The announcers on the sideline, they be talking that shit. You know what I mean? They got season passes. They're going to get paid the whole nine. Mm -hmm. They don't never get hurt. They don't sprain their ankles. That's right. Yeah. They don't get no bruises, nothing. That's right. The players, their careers don't last long. Mm -hmm. They get hurt. Yeah. They get their leg broke. They get carried out on a stretcher. They get dissed by TMZ. No, that's right. Their wife right. might bug the fuck out. You know what I mean? That's Anything right. can happen. They might not. They might want to kneel and yeah. shit. They might lose their fucking job. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm that's the you. movement. Yeah. So the conscious community really don't have to do shit but pontificate. And the movement is about accountability yeah. and responsibility. Because the conscious community thinks alone, they do a podcast by itself. Yes. They sweat like they did work. It's the end. That's it. That's it. This they podcast. they balled over. It's like, yo, ooh, I, I talked for two hours. Whole two I've hours. I've done my job. Yes. Wait a minute. I got some campus speaks lined up. Yes, right. I went on college campus. Yes. I talked to those young folks. I'm getting five. Got me a check. $20,000 to, to Bam. talk shit. I'm going to that I next memorize school. somebody else shit. Basically. Somebody, Aaron, I quoted somebody else. Yes. You know what the ill shit is? And it's funny you saying that. And I don't, I don't want to toot my own shit. But it's a couple of these... Bastards out here right now. <laughs> they took your stuff. Oh man, he be jacking shit? my shit so fucking oh, hard. Damn. One particular cat, he been jacking my shit so fucking long. I'm, I mean, I'm talking about man. Listen, man, shackle shaker. Been jack, <laughs> been, been part of the shit. conscious community. Yes, definitely part. Followed of the by the mopies. There's the mopies. The mopies. Mopies. Damn, I was close. Yes, not the mopies. The mopies. That's, no, that's a new one. That's some other shit. I'll All tell right, you about next later. week. But anyway, dude, been saying my shit so long without quote me. You know what I mean? Fuck me. That I was giving my shit one time. I'm speaking at this joint, and his sister said, "Well, that you know that sounds good, but I wish you give brother such and such his credit for what he said." And blah, blah, blah. I said, "What did he say?" He said, "Blah blah blah blah." blah. I said, "Yeah, well, you ask him where he got that from." You understand what I'm saying? Now we inspire each other. Yeah. We learn shit from each other. But if you get a check, and I ain't getting no respect, this shit ain't yeah. too correct. 
You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I did. That's why we got like post 60s and 70s. The movement has turned into a career. Yes. A job opportunity, basically. Yes. The, the, the conscious community. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. And I, I think that's activism as a whole because right now it's turned into who can uh, be in, in Time Magazine, be one of the Time Top 100s, or who can be in People's Magazine, or or the This of the Year, or the 30, 30 Under 30, and all this other crazy shit. Who could get the Steve Harvey mm-hmm. uh, uh, Organizer of the Year? What was that shit he called? The oh, bootstrap, well, whatever, whatever he called it, yeah. But, but, it, but it's ill because of the fact that that's defining the, uh, the, 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 the entirety of activism. Yeah. All you have to do is march, give a good, feel-good speech, yeah. Get a couple gigs and, and you you off and running. Yeah. Although off I do want to give a shout out, speaking of that time shit, because this sister is not one of those folks. Tarana Burke, who is on that list uh, for the Me Too activism. Right. And she has a long history of, I mean, she's the prototype of somebody who's getting media attention. Right. Um, but who comes from a history of hardcore organizing and working in the community. Right. Now, we got some other folks out there who are getting media a, a play and attention but who don't come from that community. Right. They don't put they put in no work. Never heard of them. Everything the they've done, uh, that's right. Until the New right. York Times endorsed them, you don't even know, you, like, you never knew who they were because they never yeah. was out in the yeah. streets. Yeah. Everything yeah. they do is staged. Everything they do is because they got a publicist. Yeah. Everything they do is like they got somebody working media to get them to get them some cover, get them to do some stuff. So right. like we got, and you're right, we got to, we got to, we got to we get those houses. folks to clean house, get those folks out. Right? But you know the ill shit about it, like by doing this podcast, the, the beautiful thing about it is we have the opportunity to invite people on, right? And I, I'm going to tell you like this right here. I have reached out to several people and a couple people uh, referred me to their publicists and management. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I'm gonna look into this camera and I'm gonna <laughs> say it right through the joint. You might want to listen to this motherfucking podcast before you do that shit because the fact that I call you out by name because I don't give a fuck. I'm from these streets and we do work in this community and I don't talk to no motherfucking publicists. I don't talk to no middleman. I deal with bosses. You understand what I'm saying? We put that fucking work in and and it, you can respect it or reject it. I don't give a fuck. But best believe if you come at me sideways, we invite your monkey ass onto the joint. I do a whole show about your ass without you oh, going damn, there. Oh, damn, no. Oh, damn. The views and opinions of Kalanji Jamachanga might not be the views and opinions of everybody in renegade culture, but they probably the fuck off. They're probably the same thing, yeah. yeah. I'm just a calm one in the bunch. That's all yes, that is. I'm just calm. I'm letting, him, I'm letting him do his thing. Got to. Let's but, but, get to our topic. Yes, yeah, the topic. Say, topic. Yeah. I had to get that shit off my, off my <sighs> lapel. You know what I <laughs> mean? Anyway, um, what's going on? We was talking about how white folks is still illin'. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I, yes, I said Ellen because these motherfuckers be Ellen. You know what I mean? And and it's like we gotta take that shit back to old terminology so we can understand what the fuck it mean. Because bugging and Ellen and shit like that, bugging is one thing, but Ellen is like a whole nother motherfucking mm-hmm. joint. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you Ellen, you just fucking out of control, and that's what the fuck white folks yeah. is doing. They still Ellen. Um, it's a white boy here in Atlanta, an attorney, uh, rich. Cracker, not a rich cracker, but a rich cracker. You know what I mean? Um, he decided that he wanted to, to to bust his wife the fuck open. He wanted to blast his wife. So he had to figure out how to do it because he was having some money troubles yeah, and shit. Yeah. So he's like, yo, huh, if she gets shot, I could get the motherfucking insurance money quick, fast, in a hurry. Ding, ching, ching, ching. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he wanted to make that shit rain. So they're going through a black community. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden, he got his gun out on his lap. I don't even think he was the driver. I think they got a driver. Yeah, they had a driver. He wasn't driving. Yeah, got yeah. a driver. He's scared he got a driver. Who's a woman. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, supposed to be a, a 
quote unquote beautiful woman in their terms. You know what I mean? And um, you know, she's driving mm -hmm. and he's in the back seat with his wife and he got his gun in his lap because there's all these black folks around and his gun accidentally goes off and it accidentally shoots his wife. And kills her. Kills her. Yeah. It didn't shoot the driver, didn't shoot his ass, mm -hmm. didn't shoot the motherfucking rooftop. It's shot. And then I keep wife. hearing different versions. Like I heard one version is that they went over a bump and the gun went off. It went over a bump. I heard another version, my man fell asleep and he got startled and woke up and yes. boom, the gun yes. went yes. off. All that shit comes yeah. from him. He I was like, yeah. fell asleep. Yeah, so <laughs> so the motherfucker hit a bump, he fell asleep, he was startled, and the gun went off. What the fuck kind of gun you got? <laughs> Damn, you still got a, no safety, nothing. He <laughs> take his gun off safety because a lot of niggas hate him. So, <laughs> so he decides, he decides that he was scared of Black Lives Matter. Now, no disrespect to Black Lives Matter, but who in the fuck is afraid of Black Lives Matter? Who gonna be rolling through the hood and their first thought is... Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter's out here. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? What? They're right, gonna, they, gonna be targeting me. They're gonna lift some signs yeah, up and I was like, tell yeah. you get the fuck out of, out, like, out of the Who block. even know you rolling through the block? I mean, people block. from Black Lives Matter now shot some motherfuckers. Who know the... you rolling <laughs> through the block? Right, right. Like, oh, who? <laughs> I think this white boy right here and his wife, his driver, they don't like Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Let's get, let's get, let's get him. Let's get him. Yeah. He's scared, he's scared, afraid of Black Lives Matter and some homeless and homeless folks. Black folks. Yeah. Now, that shit sounds kind of fishy to me. That's the that's the worst. Yeah, and we've right. heard these stories before. We've heard the stories about the mother who killed their kids and tried to blame right. it on the black person. Right. Right. Somebody who's like, you know, again, they, they killed somebody and said they were scared because it was a black robber or, or 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 something like that. So it's like these are the stories they tell. Yeah. yeah. In order and, to and try they never to get escape. old. Yeah. They never get old. But this one is particularly bad. I mean, he's an attorney. Yeah. This I mean, one's like, you would no you're thought. You're an attorney. Does yeah. that sound dumb to you? No, if I'm about to awe somebody, yeah. I'm going to put some thought into my story. Okay, hopefully hopefully nobody get off these things. I'm just saying. Go back to the Renegade Coach podcast. Off, yeah. When yeah, he said, if he about off somebody. I'm sorry, wait a minute. But don't try to off me. This mother don't call everybody a name out the book. And then all of a sudden he's scared because I said I might off somebody. I'm just saying, you know, possibility. It's a possibility. You never know. I think Renegade coaches should shut down for about 10 minutes to get some sense up in this motherfucker. We should call it the Ku Klux Klan. ADL. The ADL. Black Lives Matter. To help us. We need some help with this shit. Help us to figure out what the fuck is going on. So this mind. dude, yeah. So yes. this dude comes up with the worst story possible. Shit, right, yeah, right. I just, I mean, even I feel sorry for his client. Even like, the district attorney, even the district attorney is probably looking at this, being like, "Really? Yeah, like, come on, yeah, man. come on, man. Give I'm me something." You white privilege. You yeah, the white card. But, Shoot the shit out yeah. of his wife, man. But still, that it, it still might be a reduced sentence, though. Probably. It still might reduce. He might get sentence. off all the way. I see. I'm only because he killed a white woman. He might kill a white woman. He might prove he killed his white wife. Yeah, he killed his white wife. He is not. You're gonna see something. You gotta see something. It's not. You gotta see some. You gotta see some jail time on that. Yeah. Well, you know we're in Atlanta too, so yeah. they will fuck you up. I was at the airport one time. Not the side swack on this and shit. I was at the airport one time, and the black cop tells this white woman, you know, when they at the airport, they tell you to move the fuck out the way. Mm -hmm. and they mean business when they tell you to move. They ain't telling you to fucking move, and you're going to negotiate <laughs> with them. You better get the fuck out the way. The white woman didn't get the memo. She knew she was white. I'm just waiting for such and such and such. I see this big black cop pull her white ass, her lily white ass, out of the fucking car. I'm behind her. I'm watching this shit, right? Body slams the white woman. Damn. Black cop body slams the white woman. I mean, her back came up. It looked like a cartoon. I was like, oh shit. I was feeling bad for the white woman. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this nigga think he, that, that black shit and that blue shit work when it comes to fucking with these white yeah. women. Needless to say, he got fired. But anyway, <laughs> my man right here shot a white woman. He's a white yeah. attorney, afraid of Black Lives Matter. 
Um, and then the inside story, if we don't mention, I mean, I think he mentioned it, but we need to pull us out a little bit more. Is my man was having financial problems at the same definitely time. Definitely financial problems. He so was struggling a little bit, and yeah. so part of the idea is that if I off her, she's got she's got, got some money. Bank. Got that bank. She's got some money. Yeah. I'm gonna get this if I if I if I take this out. I just got to think of a good reason. I mean, he didn't go old school. He could do some side night. Or some I said, yeah, he could do like something. the vacation. She falls off yeah. a boat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something. Yeah, dog ate her up and shit. Something. Fell into a fucking lion's den. Yeah, this one was just... Shout out to the lion's den. Dying old no. thunder. Loose. <laughs> this one, he just didn't L. care. We in the building. He didn't yeah. care about the yeah. story. Yeah, he yeah. didn't give a fuck about the story. Anyway, he listened to Renegade Culture, where we talk about how white folks will kill white folks and how these motherfuckers How they killing. illin'. They are totally illin'. And then they're still... I mean, the motherfuckers still want to blame somebody black dude. What the fuck, man? Come on, man. You know you shot your white yeah. wife. Man. A better story. Yeah, better you won't blame it on Loose. Loose wasn't even there. What? Loose did up. it? Yeah, Loose. Loose. Nah, when you was in the neighborhood? Loose. Did you have your Black Lives Matter sign up, son? Nah, oh, damn. Nah. Me and Loose was on the eighth floor burning some trees. We uh, fuck, I knew. I got a Loose alibi, right? Loose was uh, good. Loose. Yo, anyway, listen to Renegade Culture. We're going to be right back after these messages. We got to pay these bills. And the coffee shop uh, in Atlanta, we was talking about 640 West. 640 West. That's right in the heart of the West End of Atlanta. Please go right support. Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Across from West End. Uh, Krispy Kreme. You know what I mean? They serve coffee. We don't want their coffee. No, fuck Krispy fuck Kreme coffee. coffee. Yeah. And no, shout out. I mean, some good people to work at Krispy Kreme. Oh, my so bad. Oh, you like, not oh, fuck y'all, but fuck, oh, sorry. fuck your fuck company. Chris, yeah, fuck your company. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, and my man Jay over there at uh, 640 West, they got some real good coffee. And also on, um, I got to do this shameless self-promotion. I got to promote Seafood. Promote. Plug, Siafu movement because of the fact we have the African martial arts going on over That's there. That's right. On Sundays from uh, 2 p.m. to 4 p.m., you could come learn African martial arts right at the fucking coffee shop. See, you won't get beat by the fucking police when you come to this coffee shop. That's you might right. get your ass beat running up on us trying to fuck with us up in oh the coffee God, shop. Though. But Yo. you can come sit down and chill yeah. and, and, and learn how to fight up in that motherfucker. So that's on Sundays. From 2 to 4, the African Martial Arts Institute running that thing. Monday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. Back at 640 West, the coffee shop. African Martial Arts in full effect. Check yes. us out. SeafoodMovement.org. RenegadeCulture.org. Um, follow us on podcast. On, uh, on Facebook. Follow on us on Facebook, Twitter. Twitter. SoundCloud. And iTunes. Renegade Culture. We'll be back after this motherfucking messages. Watch out for white folks. They yelling, y'all. An attorney in Atlanta has shot and killed his wife, offering up his fear of Black Lives Matter protesters as justification in the shooting. Tex McIver, a prominent Atlanta lawyer, was being chauffeured in a car with his wife sitting in the passenger seat while McIver rode in the back seat. McIver pulled out a gun because he was afraid of Black Lives Matter protests that had been going on and feared threatening people. A judge granted bond today to an Atlanta attorney charged with the shooting death of his wife. At this hour, he's still inside the Fulton County Jail. After looking at financial documents, the state believes Tex MacGyver is worth about $3 million, so it considered him a potential flight risk. That's why they wanted that million dollar bond, but the judge set it much lower. Yes, we are back. Renegade coach in the building. Uh, check it out, y'all. Renegade Culture. This is Kalanji Jamachangan. I'm riding alongside the... Kamal. Kamal Franklin. How y'all folks doing? Kamal Franklin. Early he was Kamal K. Franklin. I dropped the K. The K, the K dropped, dropped the K it. because he it. figured that the white folks that. was killing the game. So he said... I don't want to get too, too much K's. Ks. There's too many K's in that. Yes, yeah, you got you're Kamal, right. Kalanji, and then yeah, let's drop the fuck that. the K in the middle is... I want to be with the K, wrong K, idea. K this let's just drop that shit. Yes, be on that Bobby Brown shit. Yeah. Speaking of that Bobby Brown... Oh! 
That's yeah. a tie-in. It's yeah. a tie-in, bro. Speaking of that Bobby Brown, smoking that Bobby. Now, we don't want to smoke that Bobby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Bobby. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's 420. You know what I mean? It's 420. You know what I mean? What's 420, 420 for us non-connoisseurs? 420 for you non-connoisseurs. Um, 420 is international code for the ganja plant. You know what I mean? It's for the ganja leaf. It's also Hitler's birthday, but fuck him. Oh, damn, though. You know, yeah, it, I mean, oh. quite, quite. Who dumb. decided to do that, though? I don't fucking know. Somebody you know. high. It was somebody high who decided to do somebody that Somebody white yeah. was ill. You know what I'm saying? saying? But, you know, the, the, the herb talk, you know what I mean? It keeps it all right. You know what I mean? Shout out to my man, Peter Tosh. You know what I mean? Legalize, we advertise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Peter's up in the background over here, got the chalice. The chuck, he getting it in with, with, with the mic. My yeah. man. He's all that it. black folks have done for weed. All, yes. all that we've yes. done. Yes. And this is like the biggest part of the white folks at Illin segment or, yes. or its construction. Yes. Is that all this time where we was something that was thought about, oh, it's black folks who sell it. It's black folks that use it. Yes. Now the big movement is underway here in Atlanta. And of course, it's happened over the last two or three years. Mm-hmm. is to legalize weed. Legalize and who is weed. benefiting most off of that legalization? While black folks are rotting away in jail and in prisons for like supposedly selling or smoking and all that yes. carrying all that yes. kind of stuff. White folks are setting up shop all setting across shop. the country. It's crazy. And they're getting millions of fucking dollars. You know what I'm saying? Medicinal weed. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, you used to have to go to Amsterdam. Now you can go to fucking Cali. Yeah. You can go to, uh, what's that, Colorado. You know what I'm saying? It's legal in different places, but they got these dispensaries and they're getting cake. They're mm-hmm. eating. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we got to fucking duck around corners and tiptoe and shit. To try to go get some shit that's that's fairly decent. That's right. You know oh. what I mean? And it's, it's 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 a sad situation. I'm not saying we as in me. You no, know I mean? no, no. You I'm gave not, that up? I'm not necessarily saying that I would smoke the weed. No. If I, you know, not here on the podcast. Yes, not, not on, the on the podcast. I would never say that I smoke marijuana on the podcast. Although he did a few minutes ago, you said him a loose. Word. Yes, I, that's I, another I, discussion. Oh, scat right here, man. Well, I just remember I that stuck in that. my head. That stuck anyway, in my head. Anyway, I, I I do the Billy Clint. So, what you going to do? What you what do you want to do inhale. to celebrate National Weed Day? <laughs> Are you doing anything to celebrate? I'm getting high, 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 high. <laughs> now, oh, <laughs> we were in Cypress Hill. Am I celebrating? Now, celebrate for twenty. So, even though I we want to, le- I, I commemorate mean, it. But uh, I mean, it's one of those things. I want. I I understand the legalization of it. Yes, but I would like it's not one of those things though that I'm I'm totally like you know some sort of pro proponent of like everybody should be out there smoking or something right right because I feel like still and you know this this is maybe the organizer in me okay the I mean all the cats I know who smoke too much uh-huh. like They'll you know shit, right? those cats are slow they slower yeah. than the rest of the folks that's the slow organizers they're slow organizers you might, you some might cats have a point I there I don't really smoke that there's much. some cats so I remember, it's moving. a real I don't want to name names but this this good brother he's a good brother where's this, he from I, I'm not even gonna go there he smokes <laughs> what so much down with? I'm not gonna go there he smoked so much oh, it was no. almost like he he was like a heroin addict. I mean, one time we wow. saw him on the corner. Handicap. We saw him on the corner. There's nine. Nine to the weed. And it was all weed. Give me the weed. It was uh, all good weed. Good guns weed. So I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Although I'm like, you know, let's legalize it. Let's get our brothers yeah. and sisters out of jail. I don't know if he's smoking weed. All that kind of wow. stuff. But, and, and you know, but smoking. it's not necessarily good for the community. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's smoking, brother. Yeah. Uh, the community he was in and what court he was staying on. Uh, you think it's something more? You think it's something more? I think it was something more. I know goddamn well it's something more. I never in my entire life have heard, seen any man. On the corner. My man was <laughs> high wild. off weed. 
I and just, was not. He mobile. He was now, not. I have seen some motherfuckers, you know, zone the fuck out. Yeah. He's sitting around talking and shit, but not on the corner spaced out. He was you know nodding. He, he ready to die on some Biggie Smalls. But anyway, um, yes, um, it, it's crazy because of the fact that, like, here in Atlanta, I'm glad that they're finally decriminalizing here. They need to do decriminalize um, throughout the state. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, relative of mine who was locked up a couple years ago. Dude got locked up with a half a joint. Mm-hmm. Half a joint. And they held him on $2,700 bail. $2,700 bell. So I went to court with him because, you know, one of my young relatives and everything. And um, the judge is like, you know, uh, uh, the, the bell, you know, I was trying to get the bell reduced or whatever. He's like, it's $2,700. i am like, look, man, if this man had $2,700, do you think he'd be walking around with a fucking half a joint? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, like, you order in the court. People he's like, laughing. He's like, Yanni, he would have spent it all on weed. So. Yeah, like, I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's like, dude, the dude had a half a joint. And I know the joints he's rolling. The motherfucker yeah. skinny as Wasn't hell. Wasn't that good? Yeah. And it's like, you going to jail for, for that shit? Yeah. So I'm glad that they've decided to um, work towards yeah. that. But the ill thing, like you said, you know, over in Colorado and these different places, white boys getting money hand over foot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're making it very difficult for black folks to move up in it. Now, I've heard rumors that certain rappers were supposed to be getting dispensaries and all that. That shit always sound good. We always talking good game and shit, but that shit never yeah. coming to fruition. And it's only like, it's only it happens to be like two or three, and the money behind them usually is white money anyway. Absolutely. And so it's Absolutely. not like it's using their faces. Yeah, they're using their faces. Yeah, using using their faces. faces. They're and just they, putting it out there. They're putting their names on it. They're branding it. But I think one of the big problems, too, is that even though some places are talking about um, either like uh, partnering folks or letting people out. It's just not happening in mass. It's not happening as fast right. as this action to legalize weed is happening. The corresponding other side of it is that, well, you're not letting people out fast enough for doing something which you said was illegal six months ago, right. but now all of a sudden, not only is it legal, it's big business, but these cats on these cats who are locked up and they got criminal records and they can't even get into oh, the yeah. very business that they were doing to feed themselves and their families and provide for themselves, which again you've now legalized. Right, but that, that's the that's the ill shit because of the fact that we know that um, cigarettes are one of the leading causes of cancer. We know alcohol, motherfucker, go get drunk and lose his mind, go beat his wife silly, go run the fucking car, wrap that shit around a pole, go ride down the street and kill somebody else or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you hardly ever hear of motherfuckers doing dumb shit smoking weed. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Usually if you smoking weed, the majority of the folks that I know, they would be more relaxed. You know what I mean? Some folks, to me, it is, it is my belief that some folks should definitely be prescribed marijuana to calm the fuck down. <laughs> because I know some folks that when they're not high, they off the fucking meter. I'm talking about they are terror. I mean, I want to be, I'd be like, look, man, let me buy you some weed, motherfucker. <laughs> to like, calm you down. Yes, please. You need something, a fucking 420 <laughs> shake, a Slurpee, some spirulina, some kale, something, nigga. But whatever the fuck you want. It reminds me of the Chris Rock joke. Um, uh, he said a few years ago in one of his specials, probably more than a few years ago, he was talking about, you know, in, in black America, you can get rich, but it better be positive, right? Yeah. You better not make no money off of nothing that nobody can consider, like, bad for you or whatever. He's like, can you imagine if R.J. Reynolds uh, started the tobacco stuff, was like two black sharecroppers and that kind of shit? Like, uh-huh. they would have been in jail right away. I mean, right? shit, they might have been. Yeah. They might have been. And they probably did. They took it right from under them. Yeah. yeah. Changed so. his fucking name. Niggas name was <laughs> Raul and Jaquan or some shit. Motherfucker came through, snatched their shit up. Now it's RJ Reynolds. But anyway, speaking of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's a young rap brother over in the West End, you know what I mean? Uh, Muslim brother uh, by the name of uh, Rallo. 
you know, shout out to him. I see he, uh, you know, he bought a, a housing complex over there. Right. I see that the, the uh, feds just raided his area. Oh. And um, it's, it's kind of crazy because, you know, we haven't gotten all the details yet. But uh, they were saying some crazy shit like he was, uh, they arrested him for uh, conspiracy to commit a felony. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we want you all to be aware of shit like that. Motherfuckers can say you are conspiring to run a red light. Like your ass ain't got to run no motherfucking red light. They can say that you, we knew that you was thinking about running this motherfucking red light. So we're going to go ahead and give you a dumbass <laughs> a ticket right now. You know what I mean? So it, it is, uh, this law is, when, it, when you deal with law and, and, and the whole legalese here in America, that shit is designed for the lawmakers themselves yeah. and rich white folks. You and it's designed I mean? for the prosecutors to secure their guilty, their guilty pleas or their guilty convictions. Because so, of money. Yeah. And we all like, you know, like you're saying, conspiracy, RICO charges. That's how they started netting um, some of the Black Panthers back in the 60s and 70s. Right. Something that was originally designed supposedly to capture um, uh, mafia bosses and the rest of it. All of a sudden it started getting used in other places. Right. Um, and so, you know, like you're saying, like, you know, the whole idea of some of these conspiracies get started because the FBI themselves put somebody in the in the in the mix of the stuff. Absolutely. They come up Fox with the idea. Tools. Yeah. Right. They tell you let's go do ABC. They supply right. the money for everything. They tell you where to meet. They design the plan. And if your dumb ass shows up, yeah. boom, you done. Sometimes right? you gotta show up. All you gotta yeah. do is nod your head or be yeah. in the fucking car when they talking about it. That's you know right. That's and the conspiracy. you didn't say no or you didn't get out the car or you was down with That's it. That's right. Now I, I wanna point out too because we're talking about this whole um Criminal enterprise, you know what I mean? And, and of course, it, you know, it still all has to do with 420. Um, to our young listeners, because I know a lot of the young cats is checking us out, um, I want to say to you, when you, you got to think about all the people who get paid off of your demise. You get locked up, the cop that locked you up gets paid. Uh, the motherfucking booking gets paid, you know what I mean? The bailiff gets paid. The, the, the judge get paid, the prosecutor gets paid, your attorney gets paid. Um, when you get into the joint, first of all, even if you get off, the bondsman's going to yeah. get paid. The administrators get paid. All the administrators get paid. The motherfucking stenographer that's sitting there typing, and you know what the fuck she typing a thousand words mm-hmm. a minute for? She gets paid. The judge only said two, she get mm-hmm. paid. You know what I mean? The, 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 when you go into the system itself, corporations like Starbucks are getting paid. You know what I mean? The phone companies, I mean, they're getting billions of yeah. fucking dollars a year. They get paid off the concessions, off the candies. The, Everything. The, 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 the concession uh, store. Uh, um, what's the little candy shop thing? The little. Uh, uh, yeah, the, not, not concession. Not the concession. You know, yeah, little. Yeah, the, you put the money cool. in yeah. and you pull a lever and yeah. you get the, the thing the machines, drop out the machine. But, but yeah. also commissary. Everybody get paid. Yeah. Yeah. Commissary get paid. Yeah. So it's so many different um, you know, levels. And yeah. we got to realize and you got to remember that this is uh, this is slavery. This is uh, you know that's that's ge- we're in general population, and that's more the the shackle side of mm-hmm. things. So really, you know, move with caution. We got to realize we're behind enemy lines, and a lot of times we hear people say that, and it sounds like some cliche bullshit. You got folks jumping up and down, yelling "Black Power," and I'm the prince of this and the prince of that, and they ain't busting the fucking Concord grape in a fruit fight. You know what I mean? They're these 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 shackle. Shakers that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. So um, make sure you're on point. Like I said, it's 420. You know, find you. Uh, there's some good marijuana doctors out here. You know what I mean? You know, it's good marijuana doctors out here. You can get your nice uh, medical card. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Because cause we all got PTSD. We all fucked up. I mean, yeah. you know, from slavery. You know what I mean? So, you know, use that shit. Tell them that you feel, you see, you're hearing voices. I don't give a fuck what you got to do. But make sure you, you tune yeah. in with that ganja leaf because it's a good thing going. And, uh, and it ain't for everybody. No, and be smart. You know, like, my, I mean, we joke a lot around here, but yeah. we want you to be smart. We want you to be cautious, be careful. Even though, even if the system says that something is decriminalized, it doesn't mean that it's no longer legal. Right. right. So um, uh, or no longer illegal, I should say. So you, right. you got to be careful about this kind of thing. You right. got to be careful about where you do it, what you do, how you carry. Because like my man's saying, you're a target and you yeah. know you're a target. Um, and you can't if you know there's landmines, the worst thing you can do is just go stepping around. Right. right. And you may not like to live like that. You want to do what you want to do. But you in America. Yeah. And until we figure out how to get ourselves free, how to get ourselves some create some things like the Siafo movement, create some things like we've done and like some other folks have done until we figure out how to make that in mass and make that bigger, we got to be careful because right. white folks is illin', right? No doubt. White and folks they got a whole up. political system, a whole criminal justice system to to make sure that uh, that when we ill, we go to jail or prison for a long time. Yeah, we ill, they put us on chill. That's put right. On when they ill, you know, they may get a little something here and there. They may get a little tap on the wrist but they may be out the next day. Your situation won't be the same. No doubt, no doubt. You listen to Renegade Culture, um, you know, and, and, and I just want to say to the listeners, you know, we joke a lot, and some of this may sound kind of unorthodox, and some of you may not even think we're serious, but we, we're deadly serious. Um, you know, our, our track record speaks for itself. Check our, like I said, our organization, S-I-A-F-U movement.org, S-I-A-F-U movement.org, seafoodmovement.org. You can check out some of the work we do in the community here in Atlanta and abroad. Um, we have a number of different events and programs coming up. That's right. Um, Yo, tomorrow, let me jump in. Tomorrow, yes. we're doing um, a legal clinic, speaking about all this stuff. Yes. We're doing a legal clinic in the Pittsburgh area um, at Gideon's Elementary School. Uh, I think it's like 860 uh, Welch Street. Uh, it's the elementary school in the Pittsburgh area. Come on out, four to six. If you got any legal issues that you need some support where you're trying to worry about getting an expungement from your record, you're trying to uh, find out what your rights are, if you get stopped by the police, um, if you got some housing issues, right. um, all that kind of stuff, we have qualified attorneys who are going to be there, talk to you. Uh, we have the Solicitor General's office going to be there coming to tell us um, how to actually get your record expunged. So that's just one of the programs that we provide. What's that, what's that date, just in case they listen? Late. That's tomorrow, the uh, uh, 420 on 420. 420. So, so as long as we get yeah. this podcast up in time, um, <laughs> my man Loose, this information won't be old. All right. So my man Loose gonna work on that tonight. Can't go put late night. Let's try to throw my man Loose under the late box. night Loose. Loose gonna fade your voice out. That's what you gonna do. You can't fuck with the engineer. 420. Man. Get some weed going. Bam, burn yeah, yeah. it and get it done. That's right. Anyway, Renegade I, I Culture. Don't, I don't really smoke. I was just joking. Yeah, right. Unless y'all got some. But anyway, <laughs> Renegade same. Culture. Um, support us. RenegadeCulture.org. Yeah. Um, SeattleMovement.org. Shout out to Playback Sound Studio. Playback. We are live in in, in what we re renamed Atlanta. It's no longer Atlanta anymore. This is RBG, Rap Brown, Georgia. Shout out to H Rap Brown. Now known as Ma'am Jamil Alameen. That's you know right. what I'm saying? Free the ma'am. You know what I mean? Free all political prisoners. And as always, Herman fuck the Bell. Police. Get Herman Bell out. No doubt. Bring him home. This generation rules the nation with Russian. You
Chip on the left, and side it a go bun. Give me the 